0: Good morning everybody. We'll be learning Dach Mem in And we begin with the Mishnah on the bottom of Gimel Amud Beis. Says the Mishnah, arba achen ah oh, arba achen remember arba achen that was that was a great parak. This is a different case though. Arba achen su'in arba nashim bamesu. We're used to four brothers marrying four sisters got it, and all that. hak, um, but in this case they're marrying, you know, four different women, not sisters. And But they still do the Yavamas thing and they all die, the brothers. Now, uh, as Rashi points out, this is obviously, you need to have at least six brothers in order to make this, the Gemara points this out actually, later, and Rashi points it out, now that it has to be at least six brothers in order to make this work because meaning four brothers died, but there's two surviving brothers. Okay, So now, at least, so now if one of the two surviving brothers, the Gadol Shebehem, Wants to do yibum on all of them. Harashus Biyadah says in the Mishnah. You ever think about that? In other words, in a world where a man can have multiple wives, and we'll see, actually, that multiple wives, maybe not the best Shalom idea. Um, we're going to get to that. But in a world where you can have multiple wives, they're called saras for a reason, uh, the co-wives, but it can be done. You can, you can marry multiple wives, and if so... So then, again, assuming that the women are not related to each other, so that if each one of them falls to Yibum, as they fall to Yibum, one brother is sort of like the Yibum guy, right? So it's Joe Yibum, okay? So he is, he can do that, all right? So now, that's if he wants to. Now, If he was married to two women, okay, so now this one, let's say one man was married to two women, he died. This is something that we already know. Uh, you might have already intuited, but we're going to learn a little bit, a, a little bit more in detail here. Where again, if multiple women are uh, widows of one man, they don't all require chalitza and yibum, right? They don't all require chalitza and/or yibum. You already know this, right? That only one of them is going to need and that's making shame, right? That's going to be what perpetuates this deceased name, okay? Um, but it's not obvious, and the Gemara will talk about how this. we see this in the Pesukim, okay? Continues the Mishnah on Now, this is all, again, it like goes back to the first Mishnah, right, in Yavamas. So if one of the women... One of the surviving widows was Kasherah. Rashi, pesula. First Rashi kagon acher. In other words, Kasherah pesula right is not erva like we had in the first mission of Yevamos, but it's an iser. It is an iser for coin to marry a gerusha. So that's what Rashi is saying. That one of them is is uh, was previously divorced. Let's say, and one of them right. It um, was not, so the one that was previously, previously divorced, so what do you do? Imhaya haya so it's fascinating. It depends, right? So now these two women are falling to Yibum, and as we've already discussed, and as we know, you can do either Yibum or Chalitza. So is there a preference in the scenario? One of the women was divorced from a previous marriage, and one of them was not. Is there a preference whether you do yibum or chalitza? So you might ask, Andrew, well, what's the difference? I mean, just do either yibum or chalitza. What does it matter if she was previously divorced? Says the Mishnah, Im if, let's say, the, the surviving brother, right, the Miyabims, as it were, is doing chalitza, chalitz lepsula. Let him do chalitza to the woman who already had been previously divorced. Again, psula sounds horrible. It just means she was previously divorced. It means she can't marry a coin. She's psula Lakona, okay? Rashi mm-hmm. already explains why, but the Gemara is going to explain why. We're going to see a fascinating reason why we're going to take the one who was already divorced previously and, and possibly kuna anyway and do chalitza on her. However, so you first see, do you want to do yibum or do you want to do chalitza? If you're going to do yibum, then like leksherah. Then do yibum on the ksherah. And, right? And, and if you want to do, or really, or the truth is, if you want to do yibum, and you're not a kohen, then you could be miyabim, uh, either one. But if you're a kohen, then you only really could be miyabim, the kshera. But even, but even if you're not a kohen, right? So, so that's the case if you want to be yubim. But the point is, if you want to do chalitza, so then you're, either way you're gonna do chalitza on the psula. That's interesting. Why would you dafka do chalitza on the psula, not the kshera? Fine, I'll give it away, Andrew, because you give me that look. You don't want to waste a good kshera. In other words, we're going to see uh, we're going to borrow from the Z, from right from Seder uh, Nezikim this idea that if there's let's say um, subsidies, let's say there's water that you don't need and you're pouring it out, but other people could use it. You can't just trash that. Or let's say there's uh, government subsidies for people who really need it, but you think you think you're going to be smart. And you're going to get it for yourself even though you don't need it. You don't do that. You don't use resources that other people should be able to use because that's not what, uh, that's not what um, people with a moral compass do. And therefore there's a concept here in our mission. it's a fascinating idea that if you, there's a fascinating idea that again, if you were do, to do chalitza, remember chalitza is like gerishin in a sense. So if you were to do chalitza on a kshara, Senakudin so wouldn't be able to marry her anymore. Why would you take a perfectly good kshara and make her a kahuna? Ah, so take the one that's already been divorced and do chalitza on her. Fascinating. All right. So let's re- resume with the Gemara here. Arba achen Wait. Are there only four? So this is what I mentioned in the beginning. That if there's four, there would be no sub- surviving brothers if all four die. So the Gemara just explains. arba Four among many brothers that were there die. So then, of course, the case in the mission is one where there are at least two surviving brothers. Fine. Two dots are shus biyado. What does it mean that he can have that one man can marry and do yibum? I should say on all four yevamos. Says the Gemar. Are are Chazal? Are the rabbis in the community? Is Rabbi Bros going to allow this to happen? We learn in Raisa. What's this? This is the pasuk of yibum, right? The pasuk really, it's in Devarim, obviously yibum, Devarim Khafeh. The pasuk really is talking about convincingly they've got to do Yibam instead of Chalitza. The, the, the Pasuk says, When do you do the Chalitza? Well, the rabbi comes to your house and you have a talk and a conversation. You know, this happened, this is a sad thing, tragedy. What should I do? I'm now the Miyabe. So the rabbi has to talk you through it. This is not an easy situation. Oh. Now, again, in the context of the Chumash, He's talking to you and he wants, it sounds like it's implying that he's first convincing you to do yibum, and then if you say you don't really want to do yibum, so then he says, okay, so then we have the option Chalitza. But, be that as it may, he's at the house, right? The rabbi, the Zikna are coming and they're having a conversation with you. Well, once they're having the conversation with you, the b'risa continues to say, hein v'lo first of all, you learn from the Pasuk that this is, the rabbi is going straight. He's not going to send the assistant rabbi Right to speak to you, they're they're gonna they're gonna talk to you because this is a very important matter. a Love, and what does the pasuk mean when it continues to say v'dibur love? Melame It means that when the rabbi comes over to the yavam's house to try to talk about how we're going to handle this tragic situation, they have a talk and they talk about what would be the best right way going forward for Shalom Bias. Uh, do you like her? Does she like you? So you say, Andrew, you tell me. Um, I've lost my mind that this is not an issue we're talking about halacha. We're talking about... No? Yeah, of course we're talking about halacha, but shalom bias is critical and it has to be a right fit, as the b'ayisah continues to say. Shim Haya hu yele Vihi zikena or hu zakin Vihi yalda. Om minlam, malacha etzel yalda, malacha etzel zikena. They're going to say, this is not a good fit. Okay, it's a mitzvah, but we're not going to be, right, (laughs) weird about it. We're going to say... That really, we should do it only if it makes sense. We should, if it makes sense to do yibum, then do yibum. But if it doesn't, the rabbi is going to talk you through it. Okay? It says the klach etzel Wow! Isn't that a fascinating line here? Klach etzel mean Go after somebody that's appropriate for you, and don't don't get involved. And say, oh, I'm going to do this mitzvah. And then you'll end up with what Domestic discord, right? So that's amazing, right? In other words, now here we see that you're supposed to uh, have a normal, as possible, yibum situation where appropriate. It has to be a good shidduch. It can't just be for the mitzvah. Okay, now, that being said, so how do you think, what made them think four wives is a good idea? That's the question. So the Gemara answer is, lo de efshirle. Yeah, right? So that's the kasha. The kasha was, how are we letting one guy marry four women? Isn't that a recipe for disaster? Or domestic discord? So he said, no. Efshelay, meaning he's got the means, he's got the personality, he can handle four wives. He's a great husband. He's husband of the year. And all the wives love him. He has a five star review on husband Yelp or whatever. And everybody says he's great. And so why not? It could be a good marriage with four women, so says the Gemara, Okay, feel tufanami. So maybe it should be more wives. Why why did we stop in the Mishnah at four? So says the Gemara, it's a Tova Kamash Arba int, failo. Let me tell you something. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to walk you through all of it, but Andrew, there's a master bedroom, right? So if there's four, you know, at a certain point it gets weird, right? Like who's sleeping where, right? We had this already in Chumash with the Avos and the emotes. It's not not so Pasha, not so Pasha. However, four you can handle. Kihechi de nimtaye ona You could kind of get a rhythm going, I guess, if there's four, up until four, Because you could uh, say—because Ona is really supposedly once a week, and then each of them gets—this is literally what it means, that if you have four wives and and you do the Ona once a week, so then each one gets once a month, and then it's not so much like once a month versus once a week per se, although that's what the Gemara does say. But what I'm saying is if you have a rhythm, uh, then you could justify, right, sort of getting into a rhythm and then nobody nobody's uh, feelings gets hurt. They don't think necessarily, the wives don't think that there's like preferential treatment. Potentially, you can get into a rhythm. More than four, it gets unwieldy, Andrew. So um, that's unrecommended and that's why the Mishnah actually had four. Fine. So now two dots. Mishayon uh, Nasui. Yeah, so this is the one where uh, we learn, now we're going to learn this idea of if you do even or Chalitza and only one of them, you're pottering the other ones. How do we know so? So we already... Knew it, but how do we learn it? So it says, That's the Gemara, right? Maybe you should do yibam on two women. Does the pasuk tell you that once you do yibam on one, the other one is free to go? So the Gemara, so Gemara answers: yivne es Right? The pasuk says in the singular that you should build the house of his achiv, b'ait, one house not two houses, right? If you had to do Yibum on, on both wives, so then that wouldn't be base Achiv. It would be, right, so each woman is a house into her own, right? She's considered the beso, and therefore it is inferred in the Pasuk that only one of them needs Yibum, and then the other one gets let go. So it's the Gemara of Anachlat Vayu. All right, well, let's say Yibum, Right, this is Yibum versus Chalitza. Let's say that's true. Right, in the case where he's being a bone abayis, that's refer—that's referring to Yibum. Right, that's how you build a house. But Chalitza, you're not building a house, so maybe it is true. Says the Gemara. Perhaps we'll concede by Yibum that only one woman needs Yibum, and then the rest go free. But what about if you did Chalitza? Maybe if you did Chalitza, they would all require Chalitza. Interesting. Avamina. So I'm a Razutcha by I'm a well, when we talked about chalitza, we used the word bais, right? We call it bais chalitza naal in the pasuk. So we see, bait echad hu vein batim. So even in the context of chalitza, it has the word bait in the singular. And therefore, again, the Allah is that if you do yibum on one woman, you're pottering everyone. If you do chalitza on one woman, you're pottering everyone. So now the Gemara says, <coughs> maybe, that's, maybe we'll say we have one pasuk for each, right? So now we're going to be smart, Alex, and we're going to say maybe if there's two women, you could do yibum on one and Chalitza on the other. Oh, an interesting Yachpotz. Well, again, the puzzle, the aforementioned Pasuk that, that we talked about, this uh, is actually the one uh, before it. So in that case, again, we're talking about if you don't want to do yibum, you'll do chalitza. But what does that Pasuk do? It creates an equality, as we've seen before, between yibim and Chalitza, which means, <coughs> that if he wants to, he does yibum, And if he doesn't want to, as the Pasuk says, he does Chalitza, which implies, says the Gemara, in, in other words, right, that are two sides of a coin, we'll call it, right, which is to say, uh, if, if you can't do Yibam, you can't do Chalitza. So, Again, once we've already learned that bias means singular, that means that you've already done, let's say you do yibum on the first one. So once you do yibum on the first woman, then you wouldn't be able to do yibum on the second woman because it says bias in the singular. So once you can't do yibum on her, you can't do chalitza on her either. It's only those who are eligible for yibum that are going to be eligible for chalitza. The ode, and furthermore, people shouldn't say that this is like a mixed family, It's it's weird to have one Yavama and one Chalitza there. So the Gemara says, What do we care if they say that? So the Gemara says, No, because Okay, I can understand. If you were the first one, then Chalitza, people wouldn't think that's weird because you already have a wife, so to speak, a Yavama. You married her. It does get weird and people are going to start asking questions. If you do chalitza on the first one, essentially divorce, or so to speak, and then you marry and meyabim the second one, le, belo Yeah, and once you perform, once you do chalitza, then, in other words, once you do chalitza, you're not building the house anymore. Okay, we're almost on. We're almost on the mission towards the bottom of dalan and Okay, says the gemara. Wait a minute men yeah. men Yeah. When there's only one Yavama, right, maybe you could do the mitzvah of Chalitza Yibam. Ki'i mm-hmm. kai mitzvah You know, the, now that, let's take this Pasuk to the absurd extreme, which is, the Pasuk says you should only build one house. Well, maybe that, that is trying to tell us that if two women, if the person who died, childless, happened to have had two wives, then you don't do yibum in that scenario at all. Okay. It's interesting. So says the Gemara, Im <laughs> Erva We have the Tsura. You go back to the first mission in Yevamus, and we talk about the Tsorrah and the Tsaras Surah and she's an erva, if she's an erva, she's poter, everybody. Well, none of that, all of that only makes sense if there's multiple wives. And we've seen that parts of that are have some source there. So obviously the Torah is referring to case could be referring to a case where you can do Yivam in the event of multiple wives. It's fine. Right. So, so, so now the Gemara says, so if even regarding two right widows in general, <speaking> in, <Hebrew> in other words, right? In other words, if you were to tell me that the case of Yivah never applies in the in case of multiple wives, so then we never would come on to this case of Tsar's Erva. So Gemara says, <speaking in Hebrew> wait a minute. Uh, why right, is it not necessary to exclude the Tsaras erva? I'm sorry, the, yeah, itzrich. Well, obviously it's itzrich. You might think that because she's an erva, so this is an interesting thing, right, it, it again, harkens back to the very first Mishnah in Yavamos. We treat, right, when there's an erva, we say in the very first Mishnah in Yavamos that she's poter all the co-wives, right, she's poter all the tsaris. That's That's right. But, one might have thought, the following scenario, guys. You have two wives and one of them is an erva. So maybe we would say, if there's two wives and both of them are kosher, so then you don't do yibum because there's two instead of one. But if there's two wives and one of them is an erva, so now she's out of play, she's disqualified. So maybe in that case, you Dafka, would do yibum on the one that remains, that's kosher to you. Maybe that's what having one house would teach you. What does that accomplish, Andrew? Because there you are now Micaiah both the halacha of the tzara and the erva and this idea that the pasuk is referring to one wives. No, no, no. So, so that's the suggestion of the Gemara. However, Kamash Melon does here, right? You might have thought that, again, the erva stands out of bounds and then you do Yibum on the tzara in a scenario where one of the two women is an erva. Kamash Melon does here. No, no, no. The, uh, the Torah is teaching that that's, for, that's forbidden, right? That that when there is an erva, that tzara is also to you as well. Ella yevimto yevimto reba. So the Gemara is answering that no. The, where do we know that we have the case of two yivamos? It's not, right, from the tzara, because that we could have reformulated in the way that we just did, in that way that is... Not intuitive and convoluted, but you know, there's nothing to say that that isn't what the Torah meant, except for the fact that uh, the Torah is teaching you that that is usir, and the source that you are doing yibum in a scenario where there's more than one wife is from Yavimto Yavimto, right? His Yavama. It says it twice, it includes the case of two Yavamas, literally in that, right? In, in, in the Pasuk, because the pasuk uh, uh, actually reads because it says right twice that repetition is teaching you that even where there's two yevamos, it's going to apply. Fine. Ah, oh, you came for Geronowitz Musar moment. Right. It's the two dots now before the Mishnah, uh, two lines up from the Mishnah. So Geronowitz, we already said that if there's a Kasherah and a Pesula. You do and you're doing chalitza, do the chalitza on the p'sula. Don't waste the good k'sherah by doing chalitza on her. Why? Amar Yosef, rabbi. This is what Rebbe taught uh, Garano its Musr moment. Lo Adam me'boro lahem. Person should never spill out the extra water from his bar if somebody else needs it. Right? That's what Rashi said it before. Right? So, again, why is this Musr? It's Musr, because you don't need the water. So, But you have to think about other people that if it's useful for someone else or if someone else needs it Then you can't simply get rid of it You can't get rid of something that somebody else needs because you have to be thinking about the klal So this should apply this Musa of Rebbe should apply to any scenario, right? Where whenever your actions benefit you in some way or are convenient for you in some way but, are, but could be more beneficial to someone else if you did something else. So you have to think of the, the cloud, okay? You have to think Why of the cloud. people say, I love my grandchildren? <laughs> of course you love your grandchildren. Why like do you love me, you know? That's mm-hmm. what I want to say to him. He says, I love my grandchildren. Right. Of course it's easy to love them, you know? Do you understand, Andrew? Yeah. Okay. All right, so next Mishnah. Hamach zir here we go. You ready for the Mishnah? This is an Isralav, Lav, by the way, in the Torah. Now, I like to do Machzir Gushasa. Okay? It's not an Isra Kares, but it's an Isralav. Lav. So she's not an erva, but it's an Isra Lav. And similarly, if you marry the woman that you did Chalitza on, this is a tantamount to Machzir Gushasa. It's the same thing, really. Although there is a Pasuk specifically that says that once you build it, we learned this already in Dafyad, that once you build, you should never build again. Okay, but both of them are Yisuri love. Lav. no say, once you didn't build, you should never build again, once you, Asura la Olam. no say Krovas Chalutzaso. Now here is a fascinating thing. Krovas Chalut is really their button. We'll get into this. But if you marry the Krova the of the Chalut right? So again, you did Chalitza on a woman, and then you marry her sister. Unbelievable. Tanakama, Yoitzi, Vavolad, Ma'amzer. You did any of these Yisuri Lav weddings? You have to get the divorce, send her away, and wow, if there's a child from that union, that child will be considered a mamzer. That's Divi Rabbi Akiva. Tanakama is Rabbi Akiva. Again, we've seen this already. Rabbi Akiva holds that any child that's born out, born out of a union that's not condoned by Chazal, by the Torah, that child will be a mamzer, irrespective of whether that isser is an isser lava or an isser karis. That's Shitas Rabbi Akiva. Bechachamim Amarim, of lad Mamzer. And the Chalim are going to say this blood is not a Mamzer because after all this is only something Mamzer is only something you get from an isar Karis as we'll see. Okay. And and finally the Mishnah concludes Does the baby get Karis also? No. It doesn't? It's happen. just but he, but he lives a life of Mamzeris. Oh. According to Rabbi Akiva But Chazal are going to agree to Rabbi Akiva actually that if he marries who the relative of his grushaso, in other words, there's a difference between krovas chalutsaso and krovas grushaso, right? If you divorce a woman, you can't then go ahead and marry her sister. But if you do chalitza on a woman, because that's an isur lav midor o raisa shehavlad mamzer. Now Rashi is going to say krovas grushaso, the grushaso ki ishto vachosa o ima. It's not, it's not an Iser love. In other words, you're never allowed to marry your wife's sister or your wife's mother, even after you divorce her. Right? You're not allowed to marry kroba uh, Scrushaso. So that, the be Mabzer, because it's an Iser Kares, as Rashi says. Okay, well, it, so then, of course, the be Mode, because clearly the Chachamim are saying that whenever there's an Iser Kares, there's Mamzeros. So they're going to agree to Rabbi Akiva in the scenario of the Yisra kares, But in all these Yisra Lavin, they don't agree. So let's kick this around a little bit just to get the mission straight in the Gemara. So the Gemara. The first thing that surprises us is the Krobas Chalutas of Lad Mamzer. For the reason we mentioned before, because we pointed out, and we'll say it in the Gemara now, we'll just say it outside first, that right the Machzir Gushaso, for example, is an Yisra lav in the Torah. But a krovas halutsa so is just excuse me it is a darabanan as the gemara says ver amarish shlokish kan shana rebi achos we already learned this on daf memalef achos grusha midivrei torah that a krovas grusha is a midivrei torah as we said however achos halutsa midivrei sofrim all right a krova, a krova like a sister of a halutsa is going to be midarabanan. And how do you make a mamzer out of a derobanan lav? That doesn't sound right. So the Gemara answers, Tanei Krovas Grushaso. Change the words. When the Mishnah says, Hanosei, right, Chalutzaso, so that would be the lav because that's an lav it's explicit in the Torah, the Pasuk, you can't, once you don't build with it, you can never build again. And then when it says, Hanosei Krovas Chalutzaso, it means, Krovas Grushaso. Well, then the question is going to be, well, if, if the, if the, uh, Rabbi Kiva is saying that he's a mamzer by nosa krovos grushasso. Then later we're saying umodim ben nosa krovos grushasso. Later at the end, it's the same case. Umodim shavlat ben It could read it. Let's see. Says the Gemara, "Achanim Yeah, it reads great. The Seifa umodim krovos grushasso That's how the Mishnah ends. That the Chachamim disagree with regards to chalutzaso because that's only an isor but they agree with Krovas Grushaso, and so it's perfect. We bring the case of Chalutzaso and Krovas Grushaso. In the first case, showing the Bikiva, asers, both of them, and then we single out the Chachamim say that they that they don't agree with Chalutzaso, and they do agree with Krovas Grushaso. The whole Mishnah is is just consistent and great. Wow, I love it. So it says in the Gemara. However, yeah, I can understand that. If that's what Rabbi Kiva was saying, he's just saying that it is consistent because if, if what he was saying in the bracha, if Rabbi Kiva was talking about korvitz kushaso, diktanu That's why later it says because that was the topic du jour. That's what we were talking about. Ella But if you say Rabbi Kiva was was not discussing the korvitz kushaso, but he was talking about the korvitz chalutosu, What are they agreeing to? This wasn't the topic that we were discussing. The Kumar says no, dilmahakomashmal and the yesh mamzim rechayve krisus. Well, the Pashup shot before we amended the Mishnah was that, that we were trying to say that even though Chachamim disagrees with the Rekiva with Lavin, they do agree in the case of Hive Crisis. So in other words, uh, the Krovas Chalutzaso is a Lav Derabanan. So that is, that is puzzling indeed how that could be also. But the Krovas Khrushaso is a chi of kares, right? So it would still make sense to talk about krovos kushaso. The Gemara is saying in the seifa, right? Uh, even if the reisha was talking about krovos chalut because what we were trying to do in the Mishnah, in other words, what's the pattern in the Mishnah? So initially we said, well, maybe the pattern is krovos kushaso in the seifa, krovos kushaso in the reisha, and everything is consistent. Now we're saying maybe that's not the pattern. Maybe the pattern is chiyuve Lavin in the in the risha and chiyuve kares in the seifa, and therefore that's the pattern. So the point is, Andrew, that you can really read the Mishnah either way, and you're not going to make a diuk in the Mishnah to in order to rewrite the Mishnah and say that it was poorly edited, so to speak. Okay, <clears throat> that's the rebuttal, but we're going to reject the rebuttal now because it's hakatoni Lakaman Well, what? Well. well that we said later in the Mishnah already. In other words, the idea that a mamzer comes from chiveh kares, we don't need to have the structure of the Mishnah sort of flesh that out because we learn that explicitly later. Because we said, because we said later, ezum mamzer. This is going to be on daf memtes ezum mamzer kol shar basar shu below yavo. Rabbi Kiva say we have this machlokes explicitly that she'er basar meaning. Rabbi Kiva, as we said before, anything which says lo yavo, so whether it's in Yisra Karis or in Yisra Lav, Rabbi Kiva is going to say it's going to result in Mamzeris. any, any uh, unsanctioned marriage. However, rav Shimon HaTemani, Omer, kol shechaim in all of Karis bidei shemaim, And rav Shimon money says no. It's only the Surah Karis that produce a Mamzer. Behalacha kidvarav. And we hold rav Shimon money. So the point is here that we already know that, that the Mamzer results from Yisra Karis. So we don't need the structure of our Mishnah to tell us that the Well, it's true that we have that Mishnah coming up in Mentes, and that we learn it explicitly. But how we how do we know necessarily that we hold like him? Well, maybe even the Mishnah said that we hold like him, but perhaps our Mishnah is for emphasis, right? Bringing a stam right, to show that the halacha is like, to support the, the fact that the halacha is like that only the surai Karas would be aser. So, that's so, so the Gemara. So, if that's the case, then why are we talking in our Mishnah? Why are we singling out korvas kushaso, korvas and shmami na So, it sounds like we keep it, discussed it, and that's why, in context, seems like that's what he meant, that he was talking about korvas kushaso. But no, the Gemara says, not necessarily. He says, really, that's not what Rabbi Kiva was trying to discuss, Krovas kushaso, but I did a ton of Machzir kushaso, Vinoso Chalutzoso, Krovas Chalutzoso. And why is he saying Krovas kushaso, or Machzir Chalutzoso or korvas Chalutzoso? Because that's the topic of the Mishnah. In other words, once the Mishnah learns Machzir kushaso, Venosa Chalutzoso, and so all those cases are consistent in context with the Krovas Chalutzoso. And therefore, since we're talking about all cases of bringing back a woman that had Chalitza or Gerashen, that is why we're so, talking about Mahti Gushaso here. Taninami Krovas Kushaso. In other words, it's not necessarily it's not right necessarily that only the Krovvas Kushaso, right? It's not weird, I guess is the better way to say it, that in context of our discussion of the topic of the Mishnah, it's not at all weird, right, to say that that we singled out the Krovas Kushaso even though it's an Isar Right. Okay, so now we have to re uh, read the Mishnah the way we read it originally because we were not able to give right a rationale why it has to be right, wow. Amazingly, we have to say that it is the way we thought initially, the way the Mishnah read initially, that it's a despite being an Isodara Bonon, a is going to hold that it's a Mamzer. That is uh, a big Chiddush indeed. So, what's the source for this? Um, Unless you're going to say korvos Saso are not Midor abanan, can't be that mamzer are going to come out of Midor abanan. Maybe you'll say that Rabbi Kiva holds that a korvos chalutzaso is in fact asher Midor Well, where's the pasuk that asher is a korvos Saso? Says the Gemara. Ami Rabbi Aba Abba, Rabbi Yochanan, Haynu Tami Rabbi Kiva. This is why Rabbi Kiva is going to say even a Krovos chalutzaso asher is going to uh, lead to a mamzer. The Amar cro base Khalutz hanal, base chalutz hanal, ha pasuk beso. See that. We already said this, Pasuk, before. Pasuk is saying, which means that the Chalutza is like his wife. This is the last Rashi in Mandala Namedav spells that. First of all, the first thing that you have to understand is that in order to say, in other words, we thought that it was puzzling that Rabbi Kiva would say that a Krovis Chalutza would yield the Mamzer because we thought it was Derbanan. Yeah, well, we thought so for a very good reason because that's what the mission said. Stop Mishnah on Daft Mem said that a Krovos Chol is midor Abanon, but but what the Gemara is saying now is Rabbi Akiva disagrees with that Stop Mishnah, right? Because again Rashi says Diktoni Choltesi Vimto Benasa Achiv Betachosam There we say that she's Cholteses, right? However, the Rabbi Akiva Petura Lagamrei Rabbi Akiva says that you don't even have to do Chalitza because she is like an Erevah to him. Right, because the kedushin wasn't even chal. In, in other words, because that is an iser daraisa. So keep Kiva would disagree with the mishnah Mimalef, and he would hold that a krovos chalutasa is an iser deo raisa from the pasuk. Right, based chalutanaal, and therefore he's going to say that it yields a machzir. Wow. Okay, now that is krovos chalutasa. What about machzir grushasa? The iser, the iser de of being machzir grushasa. I'm Yosef. I'm Shimon. Bar-Rebi, Hakol modeim machzir so everybody agrees as we turn to Mandal and Rebays, Shavlat Pagum the kahuna, that that child is going to be not allowed to marry a cohen. <laughs> Sogaran was asked before, is the child uh what do you ask for? You say is the child Chaiv karis? No, the child's not Chayev Karis, but there is some residue on this child because the Vlad is Pagum. In a case of a First of all, that's not an Isra karts, it's an Isra Lav The mm-hmm. point is, there's a residue On the child that they can't marry a coin. They didn't do anything oh, okay. But they're considered Pogum right? Ra- Now Rashi points out right? It doesn't really work Obviously, if the child was, was a boy Then who's he marrying? Because the, the truth is, if the child's a boy He can marry a Bas coin. The point is, if the child is a girl, as Rashi points out She can't marry a male Kohen Aha uh-huh. She's pagum, Okay. So, what is this, What is the Gemara trying to teach us What when it says Hakol Modim? That's the Gemara. Man Hakol Modim. What do you mean everybody agrees? So, it says Shimon mani In other words, Shimon mani is going to agree The Ava Gabdam and mani and Mamzim HaChai lavin right? As you might recall, because we just learned it, there was Machlokas of Rekiva and Shimon mani Shimon mani holds, as will come up in Mentas, Shimon Mani holds that you only get uh, that you only get mamzerim from chayve krisis, not from chayve lavin. So, when we say akol modim, what we're gonna explain is that Shema mani is gonna say in an isser lav, it's true that you don't become a mamzer, but you don't, you're not considered fully kosher, <coughs> badatz, you are a pagom, right? As the Gemara says, even though the alpha gave the Mishima not the and the chayve chayve isn't going to result in a mamzer, according to Rabbi Shimon. The he the mamzer lohavi pogam havi. He's not going to be considered mamzer, but he's still going to be considered pogum, right? Tainted. Then we have a kav Why does Shimon take money? Hold this. He has a kav from a mana. What's a kav The kav is a mal mana. A coin gadol sheini sura shabbu kol. Right. Obviously, an almana can't marry a coin gadol, but she can marry a regular kohen. Okay. So, so Bna but still her child can't marry a regular coin. Zu She Isura Shabibakol. Bna Pagum. In other words, like this. Okay? Our case is a Mahder Gushasa, which is iser Lav. That everybody, that's called Shavalakol. In other words, nobody in any case, doesn't matter if you're a coin, Israel, Levi. He never allowed to be machzir grishasim. That's called an isra shavu call. An almana l'kol in gadol is like an outlier. How much longer do you we're in that uh, base, so we'll be here maybe another ten minutes. No. Okay, so um, fifteen minutes. So he says like this. An almana l'kol in gadol is unique, right? There's only one coin gadol. Uh-huh. So if there's only, as we learned maseches yoma, right? So if there's one coin gadol. Yeah. Well, okay. So the almana can't marry him. Uh, and, yet, and yet, if they have a child, despite that Isser love, if they have a child and that child is a daughter, she cannot marry any Kohen. She cannot marry any Kohen. So you see that the residue on the child is even stronger than the mom because the mom was singular in her thing. She could have married any Kohen. And yet now the child can't marry any Kohen. Wow. So we see a Kalva that here, in the case of a grushaso, where everybody is not allowed to do that, so in that case, nupagum, so certainly the the Almana laco Guneral teaches us that the child can sometimes have a bigger right can be more tainted than, than the than the uh, parents who led to their birth, and so if that's the case, then certainly. In a situation where it's an called, like a mahir gushaso, the child is gonna get tainted there. The bna will be pagum. Uh, and therefore, right, that's the kalbachomer that Shimon Hateimani employs in order to teach you that in fact, even though he's not a mom there, he's still for sure gonna be Pagum based off of this Kalbachomer. So the Gemara says that Kalvachomer does not necessarily hold water. Why? Ikal Mifrah, You could tear apart this kalbachomer. Because Malad Manu he atma mit don't forget. The Almana herself, right? Once she married a coin Gadol, let's say she marries a coin Gadol and obviously if she gets divorced, she can't marry any coin because the coin can't marry a divorcee. But what if she married a coin Gadol and the coin Gadol died? So now she's an Almana again, twice an Almana. <clears throat> Can she marry a regular coin? The answer is no, she cannot. Because once she married a, reg- a Kohen Gadol, then she becomes herself treif. Ah, as opposed to right, a gurusha Khazar, right that does not become puzzle. That's what Rashi fleshes out here. So in other words, that's where the kal chomer falls apart. We thought that for sure a machzer gurushaso is more chomer than an almana because almana is not shava v'kol and almana l'koyin gadol is a unique right sir. and a machzer gurushaso applies to everybody. And so we thought machzer Gushaso certainly is more chomer than an almana l'koyin gadol. But that's not necessarily true, because there is an element <coughs> here where the Almanalako and gadol, she herself becomes Pusl, but a machzer Gushaso does not become Pusl. See, the Almanalako and gadol herself becomes a little bit more chamor, even though it's not Shabbalakol than the Machter Gushaso. So that, so that is one reason why the Kapa doesn't work for Shimonate The Ode. And not only that, the Torah itself tells you that the child of a machzer gushasil is not blemished. How so? Because it says he toiva, And we learn from that, the we infer, right? We already have a limud, that the kids themselves are not rejected. So that's reason number two why Shimon may not, in other words, <laughs> where does Shimon HaTemani, who is not going to answer isurei uh, Kars, where is he going to learn that the isurei Lavin are going to be pugum. so first we said maybe it's a kavachomer. we said the kavachomer doesn't hold water because we tore it apart they we said well maybe it's from this puzzle that so we say uh so we say that that could be true too so and and so that let's leave that we're going to go back to that um so again we're, we're still tearing apart uh uh this reasoning and now we're going to tear it apart for a third reason why we don't accept the kavachomer. but oh tanya there's a brysa what does the Bryce say? machzor gushasho and nosa chalutzaso and nosa korvos chalutzaso. Rabbi Kiva Omer ain't l'bakidushin. Be'enat tzricha he may not Rabbi Kiva is going to hold that these marriages aren't even chal. Right? That you can't. That because there's an iser lav in machzor gushaso. and in all of these cases, and nosa as we said explicitly, because there's iser lav there, there's going to be. And as we've said, korvos chalutzaso, he holds his midaraisa, so there's not going to be kiddushin. That's what we're used to seeing with iseray kares. The, oh, that same thing applies with Rabbi Kiva Shita to Yisraelav, and therefore you don't need a get because the marriage never took place. The heap psula, right? Because it's It never takes place. You can't do Kineged the Torah; it doesn't work. The kedushin won't work, and therefore she's psula, bevelada puzzl, and so she becomes puzzle the kahuna. The child is puzzle, bechofen and we force him right to send her away. The Chachamim The Chachamim, as we know, they're only going to say that there's no kiddushin in the case of karis, but in the case of lab, there is kiddushin. the tzrichai menu get, and therefore, because the kiddushin works, she'll she will have to separate, but she'll need it to do so via a get. The hikasherav of Lav the kasher, and there's no sul here. Leman, wait a minute. What does it mean according to to the Chachamim? Who is she kasher? Lab la kahuna? It means she's kasher la kahuna, right? It's much that says not pogum. Wow. Well, that price makes it sound like according to the chachamim, which is to say, if you hold that an iser lav as Shimon mani does, if you hold an iser lav doesn't create a mamzer, and that the Kiddush are chal, so then should be Kasher. So we have many sources to indicate that when it says hakol modim, it's not referring to Shimon mani. Right, We thought it was referring to Shimon HaTemani because of a kalvachomer. We said the kalvachomer doesn't hold water. There's an explicit pasuk that says that, that the, the Banana are not, not pogrom And we have this brysa that, that sounds like she's kashat the kahuna. So we don't know what this hakol modem is. So, so the gemara lo, lakal. First of all, let's answer the third problem first. That when it says that she's kashera, she's kashera lakal. Which just basically means it's not a mom's there. That Shimon HaTemani would agree with. So the Gemara, Yachi, he keshera laman. So why do you have to say she's k'shera? Ileim elakal, pshita. Obviously, she's k'shera lakal. Mishim dezanya, puzzle lekal. Just because, right, the marriage was, was an isolat, she's going to be puzzle lekal. we already know that that's not, she can't marry any, any israel. We already said that that's not the shita of the chachamim, right? Elav lakahuna. It has to be that it's puzzle lekahuna. Umetahi lakahuna, vladinatmi lakahuna. And when it says that she's Kasher Lakal, it must mean that the that the that the Vlad is also Kasher le, uh, when it says that the, that she's Pasal Lakahuna, it must mean that the Vlad is also Kasher Lakahuna, and that is connected this Hakal Modim. Wow. So the Gemara says, maybe not. Me the era, is that really a proof? Halkhadeza. Wow. Maybe you could say that she's qualified Lakahuna, but her child is qualified Lakal. In other words, <laughs> We made an assumption when analyzing this brysa. We said that when it says uh, pasel or kasher, right, that it meant vlad right, Vlada kasher he kashera So we, we assumed that when we say kasher, it either, it, the vlad and the mother go together. Either they're both kasher l'kal or they're both kasher l'kahuna. But they can't be that one is to one and one is the other. That would be unwieldy. That would be inconsistent in the brysa. We said, it's not inconsistent. It's fine. You can say that cheese is Lekahuna, le, le and he's kosher. Lekahuna, that's fine, or the other way around. She's qualified for kahuna, and, and her child is only qualified lekal. So it's not necessarily right, as Rashi says. You could split it, even though it says right. Who kasher They don't both need to mean either. They don't both need to mean the same thing with respect to kal and kahuna. Okay, how so? Well. We have uh, precedent for that, as follows. It's reasonable to say that the Ktani Raisha, because again, look at the price again. The first part is talking about Shitah Rabi Kiva, and says there hep sule vlad So in that context, what did it mean, uh, Rabbi Kiva said right? So right in the in, in seifa, we said she's kosher. But even in the Raisha, when Rabbi Kiva said that she's Puzzle, what's the context? Heep sule laman. Who is she puzzled to? Even Rabbi Kiva who holds that the union of, right, of these Yisuri Lavin, right, is going to be a Mamzer? he's not going to say that she's Pasul Lakal, that she can't marry anybody ever. right? It means that she can't marry a Kohen ever. And so the child, who is he puzzled to? You're going to say that Rabbi Akiva holds that a child who's a union of Yisuri Lavin is kosher? No, of course not. vlad mamzer—that is the definition of shita. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva is the one that always holds that the union of Yisuray Lavin is the vlad mamzer. That's the hallmark of that shita. So, therefore, when Rabbi Kiva himself says he vlad it must be right that what—that she's p'sul only lekahuna, and he and the child is p'sul Lakal, right? El p'sita and once we say within Rabbi Akiva that when he says heap sula ve vlad he does not mean that both of them are puzzle to the same thing. Rather, he means that one could be that the woman is puzzle, right, uh, Kahuna, and the child is puzzle So once you say that. Two puzzles don't mean necessarily the same thing in the resha with Rabbi Kiva, so it does not need to mean the same thing in the seifa with Chachamim either, and therefore we could split it up. So now, we, what do we do? We refuted the third challenge to say that the that Sakol is referring to, right, Shimon So that was, that was challenge number three. So we knocked it out. Let's go backwards now. Challenge number two, Vehito Eva Nami. There's a pasuk. The pasuk seems to say that it excludes the child, which is to say that she is pasuk, but the child should be kasher. And therefore, oh. not a kol modim, says the Gemara. He to to That pasuk is not excluding the child. Rather, it's excluding the tsara. <inaudible> yeah, the child is going to be, right, is not going to be excluded. So we knocked out uh, the third challenge. We went backwards and knocked out the second challenge relatively easily by saying that the exclusion of the Pesach is not the child but rather, right, the Tzara. And now let's go back to the original Kalvachomer, tear it apart for a couple lines and we'll be done for the day. Ela'almana, Almana Kasha. Okay, that Kalvachomer is difficult. We say, But then we say, wait a minute, because we say mal, mal atzma We already had a really good question that we said that even though in a certain sense the almana is more kal because it's a singular, it's not, a, it's not an isser, that travel kal Still, it's more chamar in the sense that she herself can never marry a kohen, even if the kohen gadol husband that she currently has died instead of divorced her. Wow. So right, even though she was never uh, divorced, she cannot marry a kohen. So says the gemara. yitmar hachi now let's revive this Yeah, what it means, call Modim, we 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 got we knocked out all three stuff, Andrew, as my friend Um Zachary Isaacson always say. He says stuff a lot. Where is he from, Next door, Nachal uh, Tamar three. So Amrab Yosef in Ramadish. I mean, that's where he grew up. Now he lives with his wife and kids. In Rabbi Yeah, he changes it. He says they all agree in Chaiveh, not Lavin. But everyone agrees that Chaive Krisus, that the Vlad is Pogum. Oh, well that. Man Akomodim, what does it mean? It's Rabbi Yeshua. It's Rabbieshua. The Alpha Government Rabbi Yeshua. in Mamsum Chaibe Krisis. Rabbi Yeshua says that he's not a mams there. Even from Chaiveh Crisis. So now we shifted everything. We say that In other words, chayve lavin. We're not going to be able to say that everybody agrees that the vlad is pagum, but chayve krisus, where almost everybody we ever spoke to held that there is an, that the that the vlad is going to be a mamzer. There is that most mekel outlier sheet of Rabbi Yeshua who holds that even in chayve krisus, the mamzer is not. Of uh, the vlad is not a mamzer, Andrew. If not in chayve krisus, then when is he ever going to have a mamzer? That's a, that's a good question. Well, oh, we'll see. But anyway, the the moms even if you have chayvik crisis, you don't have a moms there. We'll see in memtaz. He the moms Yeah, but Rabbi Shua is not going to say that he's kosher lamoshe. But dots, he's a, he's a child of a union of a chayvik kares. He's going to be at least pogum, and that's mel melmana. That kavachomer holds water. Uma melmana gadol, just like a widow once she marries a khan gadol, which is an Israelav she ain't Israelav l'kol b'nei pogam. And even though her Isser is unique, her son is still going to be considered Pogum. Pogum Zushi, Sir a cult. This woman, who is what? A penalty of Karis, ain't not Pogum? Her child should certainly be Pogum. Right? So that's the same Pircha, right? That's the same way we tore apart the argument before. But don't forget, Andrew, before we tore the, the argument apart in a case of an Isser lav. and we said that's different. When a woman gets married isr la khalila she herself is not mithalalat when a woman when an almana marries according Kohen Gadol, she gets mitchalal. well that's different because when a woman marries isr karis haha nami shabala asazona in the case of an isr karis she is herself mithalalat and therefore the Kalvachomer, in that case of isr karis from almana stands and therefore that child is going to be a pogrom for sure, even according to Yeshua, and that's what we meant, when we said, ha kol modim, and therefore, as Rash explains, we can't eat the truma, unlike the machzer gushasa, where you could eat the truma, this zona, that, that, that um, uh, engaged in the Yisrael Karras, Halila, cannot, and therefore, the Kalvachomir stands. And so we leave here, we resume tomorrow, three lines up from the bottom, of Memdala Namedes.